Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. So last week, we talked about how to find your ideal client. So this week, I want to talk a little bit about why are my leads ghosting me? Isn't that a very frustrating feeling that you have a uh, a potential lead which you think is your your um, ideal client, and then you spoke to them and you crafted a proposal to them, and then you never hear from them again? Like what happened? I thought we had such a great conversation. How come they're not picking up my phone calls? They are. not responding to my text message or my emails, what exactly happened? And then you get very, very upset thinking that, oh my God, I lost this sale and I I lost this event. I really want to have this event. So let's reset those emotions, okay? You didn't lose the sale. You didn't have the sale to begin with. This is a potential lead. It is not a bookings that you have already booked and collected money, and then you have to return the money, all right? So this sale was not yours to begin with. So don't waste your energy on things like this, thinking that you lost the sale, you didn't lose the sale, you just didn't close the sale. So let's let's just get that straight, all right? And then when I hear my, um, my members inside the um, uh, my Facebook group, our free Facebook group events for anyone, talk about why are they ghosting me or even even clients inside my mentorship program, The Unstoppable Eventrepreneur. And they say, I don't understand. I sent out all my proposal and and we had such a good conversation. How come they're not responding back to me? And I was, I have a few questions that I will ask. Number one, how often did you follow up? How many times did you follow up after you sent them the proposal? Some said, oh, I haven't. I did give them a date. You know, I did give them a date to um, get back to me. And, uh, but it's past the date on my proposal. It says that this proposal is valid for one week and one week has passed and they haven't got back to me. So my question is, why didn't you call them? Why didn't you get back to them to let them know that the proposal is expired? And the question, the answer that always come out is, oh, I don't want to sound pushy. I don't want to like, you know, like so salesy. I was like, no, you have on your proposal the date to follow up. So you are following up. They could be busy. They could be busy. They could. They. They. They probably didn't even get your proposal. Did you follow up to make sure that they receive your proposal after you send a proposal? My rule. One of the um fundamental rules when you send a proposal is after you send a proposal, you make sure that you call them, text them, email them, do whatever you need to do to make sure that they receive your proposal. Okay, 
make sure that they have any questions about the proposal, please reach out to you. Do not assume that they have received your proposal or read your proposal. You don't know. Like, you know, in HoneyBook, you are able to, you're able to see that they have opened your proposal and read your proposal. But life happens, right? They could have forgotten about the timeline and it's your responsibility to follow up on them. It's not their responsibility to get back to you. That is, you, you, you're assuming that you're talking to a potential client who understands your urgency. No, in their head, they're thinking that I'm paying you. So if you need something from me, you come get me. So how many times did you follow up on your potential client to close that deal, right? I would say follow up, follow up until they say no. Until they say no, until they say that we have found somebody else. So you can follow up and say, that, hey, I'm just following up. Um, that the proposal due date is on this date and we have passed overdue. I want to call, you know, I'm calling to see if you have um, actually received the proposal, number one, or do you have any questions? Let's get on a call and review any questions that you have and be very clear that that the whatever you put on the proposal is no longer valid, especially any rates that you quoted because they already passed the timeline. Okay, the deadline you put on the proposal. If you don't mention anything that that the whatever you have quoted on your proposal has expired, then why even bother to put a date that they need to review the proposal by? There is no credibility. Okay, but at the end of the day, you have to follow up until they say no. So I will have uh, a, after at least three to four times that I follow up with them, then I will send out a goodbye email or a goodbye voicemail. They said, oh, you know, I haven't heard back from you. So let's be efficient with our time. I don't want to continue to, to uh, follow up with you if you, have, if you have already found somebody that you want to work with. So just send me a quick DM or a quick email or a, a quick call to let me know that you have already found somebody and you're all set. And at least I know that you're taken, being taken care of. Okay. So a lot of times we don't follow up and we just assume that they are saying no to us or they ghost us. It's not them ghosting you. It's you ghosted them because you didn't follow up. And number two, don't get upset about, don't get upset about your leads ghosting you. Okay especially when you don't even know if that lead is a viable lead. Is it somebody who's just price shopping or is it like for real a good lead? Did you qualify? Did you qualify your lead? Did you make sure that this lead is a qualified lead for you to spend any energy on them to want to follow up? Did you do any of that? Episode 10, I did a podcast for episode 10 that says three questions to ask to qualify your leads, right? What are the three questions that you need to ask to qualify your lead to make sure at least on paper, they look like they are a good lead. So number one question to ask is, <clears throat> is what challenges are you looking to, be, to solve? Number two, did you find out any resources yourself, talk to other people, or you haven't spoken to anybody? And number three is how soon do you want to hire a planner, right? So go listen to episode 10, the part, uh, in the podcast episode 10, Three questions to ask to qualify your leads to get further details on why you need to ask these questions to make sure that you are getting a this lead that you're talking to, spending time to create a proposal, etc. is worth your time. So if you didn't ask the qualifying questions, so this lead may not be a viable lead. 
may not even be your ideal client. So don't waste your energy and thinking that, oh, you lost the sale because this was not even your sale to begin with. Make sure you qualify, you qualify the lead, okay? And a lot of times, ghosting only happens when you are not giving them what they are looking for, okay? You're not giving them what they're looking for. So you have to ask yourself, did you give them what they're asking for or did you just verbal vomit? Did you just verbal vomit what you can do for them? You have to ask yourself, were you paying attention? Were you in your proposal giving them, giving them the response, that the, a solution, a vision that how you can solve their problem? Did you, were you very clear about how it would be like working with you? Was it very clear that how it would be like if they were to do it themselves? So these are the things that you have to think about, right? Why are your leads ghosting you? A lot of times it goes back to the foundation, okay? That you are not talking to your ideal client. If the person that you're talking to at the other end feels that you understand their problem, they feel that they will be, you will be able to help them with their problem. And they also feel that you will be able to give them an experience that they themselves will not be able to create. All right. So they value your skills and they also value the experience you're going to give to them because they themselves will not be able to create their own experience. They will want to work with you. Were you able to communicate all that in your in your proposal, in the conversation you had with them. Now, even before we go to this point about converting them into a paying client, right, which is communicating your, understanding their needs and how would your skills be able to cater to their needs and how are you going to create experience for them based on the experience that they want. Before we even get to that stage, you want to be able to make sure that you qualify them. So I cannot, I cannot stress how important it is that you must learn how to qualify your leads. Because if you don't qualify your leads properly, then when they ghost you, it's to be expected because they were just maybe price shopping, right? They were just price shopping and then you just slap something out for them, but you didn't qualify them. And how can you expect them to get back to you when you have not really addressed what they are looking for? They are just looking for a good price, but what else are they looking for? Did you try to find out more? If you did not, and you didn't take the time to actually have a solid conversation, okay? When I say a solid conversation, it's not just you telling them what you can do for them. It's all about you, you, you. No, it's all about asking the right question, about listening to them. What exactly are they looking for? Okay. And then if you're able to communicate what they need and not what you can do for them, all right? If what you can do for them is not what they need, they wouldn't buy from you. They your potential client will buy from someone whom they feel that is able to understand what they need, okay? Who can solve their problem the most. That's when they will pay you top dollar. If you tell them 
what you can do for them. And what you can do for them is not what they need or it's not solving their problem. They will ghost you because you're not helping them in any way, even though you're super, super skilled. So at the end of the day, if you are being ghosted, okay, if you're being ghosted, don't get upset because there's a disconnect there. It's not meant to be. But don't be so quick to say that your lead ghosted you. Make sure that you are following up diligently, okay? Make sure that every time you send a proposal, you are so clear, you're so clear to them about the deadline for a proposal. And one, one more tip for you. Before you send the proposal, you better make sure, okay? You better make sure that they know your fees. You need to make sure they know how much things cost. You cannot be blindsiding them or bombing them with your fee inside the proposal. They, they were not, your potential lead are not expecting to be blindsided like that. If you didn't talk about money in your conversation, when you're talking about the proposal, when you're talking about how, how you can help them bring their vision to life and you never talk about money, how much this event is going to cost them, how much it's going to cost them to hire you, and then you put all these numbers in your proposal, of course, they will ghost you because you never ask if they, will, they are able to afford your fees. You never ask if they have the budget to, um, to pull off the vision that they shared with you. So immediately they had a shock, right? They had a shock and their shock is like anti-climax. They had such a great time talking to you. And then suddenly they see the fee immediately is like, oh, you're too expensive. And then they don't want to talk to you because they're either embarrassed because they could have sit on the phone with you. That oh yeah, yeah, I would love to work with you. But you never talk about the money and they didn't ask. So, so, so if you didn't talk about it, they just, you know, everybody just start all this assumption. All right. So you must talk about the money, how much you cost, how much the event costs before you send over the proposal. Don't even bother sending a proposal until it gets established that they, they know how much you cost and you know that they can pay you. And then you send out the proposal. So there's a common understanding. And then once you send out a proposal, make sure you put a deadline to review the proposal by. Otherwise, all the prices are no longer valid and you want to make sure that you send an email or call them the next day to make sure that they got the proposal. And then be very clear when you will be following up with them on that proposal. Again, follow up until you get a no, until they tell you that they no longer need someone. Okay. So just remember, don't get upset. Don't focus your energy on why the lead goes you. First and foremost, you need to evaluate whether that lead is even a qualified lead. And then second, do you talk about the money before you send a proposal? And then the third, did you follow up after you send a proposal? All right. So these are good tips for you to implement in order to not have a lead ghost you. So once again, I make an announcement last week about our Passion to Profit workshop coming back. And this time around, it's going to be on March 7th, 2022 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. And um, the last time when we had this workshop, it was in January. And we have, you know, people are requesting for us to do it again. And the last workshop, we focused a lot on business building. 
uh, we didn't touch too much on on marketing. So this time around, this passion to profit workshop on March 7 for five days at 8 p.m. Eastern time zone, we will incorporate one whole day to talk about the rookie marketing mistakes to avoid and what is the right way to market yourself to attract your ideal clients and how do we convert those clients into uh, those potential leads, all right? Potentialist into actual paying client. So if you do want to sign up for our Passion to Profit workshop that starts on March 7, 2022, make sure that you send me an email at may, okay? So may, M-A-Y, at events, E-V-E-N-T-S, number four, anyone.com, may at events for anyone.com. Go to the show notes and look at all my social media handles. There are ways, different ways to get hold of me so that we can register you just know that this is going to be done inside Zoom and we'll be sharing the Zoom link and the workbook inside our Facebook group, which is events for anyone, EVNTS, number four, anyone, A to Z guide to start and grow your event planning business. So get into the Facebook group and my team will be able to connect with you and get you all set up and registered for the workshop. Thank you so much for listening in and talk to you once again next week. Don't forget to rate us or send us a review or share our podcast to anyone whom you think is going to help them with this particular topic. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.